This is Josh Mills. And this is John Mills. Welcome back to another episode of Acquired Tastings. We are very happy to have you guys with us again for a, another episode. And this is going to be a first for me. What are we doing this week, Dad? Well, it's not a first for me. Non-alcoholic beers. Oh, okay. You know, there's a whole whole thing out there of non-alcohol January. Yes. And, and, also, and also February. Well, it depends on how long you can last. Well, no, <laughs> true. But I have heard people doing a dry February. Right. It's the shortest month of the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's a good idea. And then sometimes for church, you know, you got mm. Easter coming. You're going to give up something for Lent. Oh, man. One time I gave <laughs> up alcohol. That was pretty tough. Oh, yeah. So we're in the next couple episodes, we're going to be doing uh, non alcohol or low alcohol beverages uh this week we're doing low alcohol beers and actually next week we're going to be doing zero proof alcohol i can't believe it i know it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting you know it's a whole new world we might actually have a guest we'll just see how that turns out yeah it'll be be pretty cool so i'm doing the lagunitas ipna and of course that stands for non-alcohol but it is it is an ipa so be careful josh and then for my pairings I've got a simple cheese and salami sandwich, and then I have chili, and I have bean soup. So I would think the cheese sandwich would be the first. Really, there's no order. You can do anything you want to. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Okay, cool. And then I have the Wellbeing Brewing Cold Cream, or excuse me, Coffee Cream Brew. They also call it the Intrepid Traveler. So, And then my pairings this week are... I have some French toast and some breakfast sausage and then some freeze-dried bananas. Non-alcohol beer means breakfast? Well, it could, right? It could. could. I mean, so we'll kind of get into some of the nuances of non-alcoholic and low-alcoholic and those those sorts of things as we are moving forward. But we had a blind. We had a blind last week. And I I said, Josh, if you miss this one, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and, and I still don't know what I want. That's a great, fantastic setup. Uh, I thought it was a Nebbiolo. And Dad, uh, what was it? It was Louis Chardot and Beaujolais <laughs> from France. Yeah, I've got to get, I've got to I figure mean, out my, you were, my blinding. I was all over the place. Well, at least you didn't say that it was old world. It, I did. Okay, you said new, new world. No, I said old world. Italy's okay. the old world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, at least you didn't say new world. Yeah, at least I didn't say. But any, last uh, week we talked about how that so many of those uh, New Zealand wines trick you. Yes, that is true. This was not New Zealand, but you were tricked. <laughs> no, it was, it was not. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into our beers this week. So we're going to start with actually Dad this week. Well, you know, if you remember, listeners, this is not the beer that I previewed. I previewed the Caliber, which is a Guinness product. And when I said earlier that this is not the first time I've done non-alcoholic, you know, I I tried O'Doul's and it's like, Let's just drink water. Yeah. But when I tried Caliber, it was really, I mean, it's Guinness. 
It's not, it's not a stout. Right. But it was a Guinness. Mm-hmm. And we'll see this Lagunitas is a Lagunitas. Right. And it's an IPA. So this is going to be amazing. This is going to be a wonderful travel through the NA world. Right. Well, and it's, you know, it's, it's really interesting in the last, you know, I would think in the last couple of years, you know, there's been kind of a push to non-alcoholic beverages being made by craft brewers or even breweries coming up that are just, all they do is either low alcohol or no alcohol, alcohol beverages. Like my, my I'll talk about it when I talk about mine, because uh, that's all they do. All they do is non-alcoholic or, you know, 0.05. Oh, okay. So a little bit of a learning lesson here in the United States. If a alcoholic beverage is 0.5% alcohol or below, it is legally okay to be called non-alcoholic. So that's why we're calling these non-alcoholic beers. But in other countries, they have to be, like in the UK, no alcohol or alcohol-free has to be less than 0.05% ABV. De-alcoholized is anything between 0.05 and 0.5. And then low alcohol is anything, can't go over 1.2% ABV. So that's kind of why we're going back and forth between um, non-alcoholic or, or low alcoholic beer. But a lot of these, you know, not only for like people who want to do like a dry dry month or a dry January or whatever, they are, a lot of these people also do it for calorie intake. Because uh, a, a lot of... True. A lot of low alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverages are very low in calorie as well. Because alcohol is calories. I mean, yeah. that's that sugar thing. It it is. You just eating the sugar and <laughs> yeah, and then the grain, you know, the the grain, right, as well. All right. So, so do you know how they take the alcohol out? I don't. Well, I don't know how this one's particularly done, but there's a couple ways it can be done. Now, one, of course, is when you use your wine in a reduction, mm-hmm. what are you doing, Josh? You're boiling off that alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so that is one way to get rid of the alcohol. Now, I worry about boiling a beer to <laughs> get alcohol off. Right. Because it's already been boiled and it's, it's that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But there's... Two other ways, and I don't understand them, and I hope we, <laughs> if listeners want to know more, I'll have to research it more. Right. But there's, like, the steam distillation or the water or gas stripping. Mm-hmm. And there's another one called reverse osmosis. Yeah. So, in reverse osmosis, they're actually pushing that beer or that wine or, I guess, the alcohol. Mm-hmm. back through something that will pick up the alcohol through a strainer. Yeah, it's it's a basically a it's a specific chemical filter. Right. Or exactly. Maybe not chemical, but a, a a particular type of filter that's so small that the alcohol like the alcohol attaches to it. Yeah, it's a big molecule. Yeah, and so the alcohol attaches to it and all that's left is is the the product that you had. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, it'd be interesting to see, you know, kind of where, you know, how some of these people make it. It would be 
it'd be really interesting. We don't have anybody locally that makes a a low alcohol or a non alcoholic beer to my to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge either. We have some people that we have I mean, a place why? that makes root beer, but I mean why? <laughs> well <laughs> you know, you know, we you know, I've actually talked about that with a couple people. It's like, you know, why why would you go non alcoholic? You know, there are some people who who can't have it for, you know, maybe because they're an alcoholic right. and they're trying to stay away right. from it. Uh, there are also just health reasons. You know, some people have gluten issues yeah, and, gluten. Can't, yeah. and can't deal with it or right. are really ha- have, you know, other stomach enzyme issues that can come up to where you, they just can't have alcohol. Right. And so they they have these options. And this beer, speaking of this Lagunitas in IPA, I, I would have, I would never be able to tell you that this doesn't, this isn't an IPA. Exactly. Like it tastes so much like an IPA. It has that light maltiness, that great forward hop for those of you that really enjoy it. That wonderful pine tree smell. And the, and the texture tastes like a beer. It feels like a beer. Yeah. As well. What do you think of it? Well, I, I, I would have to say the same thing. I've never had this one, but I've had Lagunitas IPA. And I guess we'd have to do a side-by-side test. Yeah. I know the bottle color is different. I'm not sure why they used red. Oh, the the label. Yeah, the label. Right. But side-by-side, you're going to get the same hoppiness. You're going to get that same pine tree. You're going to get all those same things, but the alcohol's removed. Down to, does this one say 0.5? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Point five. That's really low. I mean, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. How many beers would we have to drink <laughs> to, to get drunk on a point five percent? I think you more than your stomach can handle. Exactly. And I think that's kind of you know, that's kind of the point for some people. Kind of like we were talking about how they one of the reasons that people do this is for a lot of reasons is a lot of times it's for health reasons. Mm-hmm. Kind of reset your body a little bit, but you can still enjoy those flavors which you enjoy in the beverage rather than just the alcohol. Right. So I think what they're doing is they're making the beer like they always do. It gets those flavors, it gets that texture, it gets the aroma, it gets everything, and then whatever process they use. They take the alcohol out. Mm-hmm. And you said that Lagunitas doesn't say what, what. Not that I've is. seen. Um, I can we can do some more looking. You smelling the good pine tree? Oh yeah. I mean, when I when I first pour these for us, you know, you get that that uh, that IPA smell. This is to me, it's not as harsh as a normal IPA, and I think that's because some of that viscosity is gone and I don't know that's why I'm kind of curious because of I would assume now this is me just pontificating um, that maybe they use that reverse reverse osmosis because it does feel like when I chew it and like taste it as the weirdo I'm gonna aerate and chew on it you know those sorts of things um it is a little bit thinner on the palate the head doesn't hold as long as a normal I would say as normal Lagunitas, the carbonation isn't quite as much. So they they never say, but what they say here, 
you know, they, it kind of got a little shroud in front of it. But brewed without a ceremonious fizz. So that's the alcohol, the fizz, right. the CO2. And then on a different point, they say beer math on ABV is pretty straightforward. And the higher the ABV, the more alcohol in the beer. No rocket science. <laughs> so it's just, then they're talking about the 0.50%. Right. And this one isn't very high in IBUs. It's 28, 28.32. Right. <laughs> well, and honestly, it doesn't come across really bitter. No. Like the hop really doesn't come across bitter. Like I think drinking this, I kind of understand what people say when you just have a nice kind of floral, that light florally hop hopness with the pine because it's not it's not resiny to me it just has the like i'm walking in a pine forest after a rain Mm. kind of thing which i think is it's really you know it's i think it's kind of it's kind of good you know i i wouldn't probably pick up them and drink a six-pack of it but it is something that i can i can kind of understand I think this would be a great option for somebody who's trying to do a dry January, a dry month, or mm-hmm. just going dry mm-hmm. at all to give themselves that. And they, if they love an IPA, I think this would be kind of great. And calorie wise, it's 80, 80 calories. That's low for a 12 ounce beer. Mm-hmm. This wasn't normally 200, mm. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Have you tried the little sandwich? Mm-hmm. What do you think? The sandwich is really good, and I think the style of the style of this goes really well with that sandwich. I think the um, that kind of hoppiness and that little bit of malty maltiness kind of goes really well with the the sharpness of the cheese and the and the the meaty the meat mm-hmm. of the salami. So it's just a yeah, it's a simple sandwich. The bread's was buttered. There's a just a, a white uh, cheese on it, and then the salami heated up. There it is. Yeah. So, you know, you could drink this beer year round. You don't have to wait to January to <laughs> do yeah. that non-alcohol. Yeah, it could be something that you could definitely rotate in if you're wanting to do something to cut calories a little bit, or you know, just take some time off of of drinking so tell 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 me about the bean stew dad how how did you make that and what well actually your mom made it and it's it's a recipe that uh, it's in one of our cookbooks and the only add-on was you gotta have the black eyed peas for the first <laughs> okay for the good luck now that's a southern thing and you're supposed to have a hog jowl but she wouldn't. She wouldn't go that far because we had a really good, a really good ham, and so it's got ham. It's got different beans in it. I'm not sure the exact bean count, and then the black-eyed peas. Mm-hmm. So it turned out real well, and you can spice it up any way you want to. A lot of times I'll put some red sauce on it, mm. hot pepper sauce of some sort. Yeah, some kind of like Frank's or something. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember the first time that you did a uh, 
Like, because a lot of times you'll give up alcohol for Lent. Mm-hmm. Do you remember kind of the first time you did it and what a what was available at that point? Because I know it's a completely different market out there now. I don't think there's anything that was non-alcohol the first time I did it. Really? So it was cold turkey. Oh, wow. Not even O'Doul's? Well, maybe there was O'Doul's, but I tried it and it's like, this is water. <laughs> yeah. Now the trick is, Episcopalians and Catholics say that Sunday doesn't count. <laughs> really? So on Sunday, not that you're going to sit there and get smashed, <laughs> but you can have a little bit of alcohol. Wow, so that's how you're going to be able to give up alcohol on us still so, do the yeah, podcast yeah. this year. So, yeah, it's like six days a week, and then it's like, okay, podcast. The Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. This is a good, this is a good, uh, it's a good little stew. It's got, you know, like you said, it's got a good bit of flavor to it. It's got a good bit of spice. It almost is kind of like a chili. Mm-hmm. The bits of ham in there go really well. It kind of mellows out the beer a little bit with mm-hmm. the spice, and because it doesn't have the whole full viscosity, the beer doesn't have a very. It's not very viscous, so it doesn't really coat your mouth. It kind of washes out your mouth. Mm-hmm. So the 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 flavor of the stew kind of picks up and is is still there, but it goes the spiciness goes well with the so that little bit of taking that maybe over. taking that alcohol out made this beer thinner you said viscous yeah so it's not as coating as it was yeah because i mean if you think about it like you said alcohol is a it's a large molecule Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't be surprised that if they do a process like reverse osmosis or something there are some you know i don't want to say glycerin but other Mm -hmm. viscous Mm-hmm. larger molecules that may get caught with that as well. And one of my theories about Budweiser is they filter it so much. <laughs> There's next to nothing left. <laughs> right. Uh, so it, it could be some of that if that's how they're doing it. It could just be if they're, if they're boiling, you know, if they're, you However know, they're doing it, boiling it off. It just leaves more water mm-hmm. in the wort for lack of a better term. Right. That's filtered and then still has the has the flavor. You know, it'd be interesting. I think it'd be interesting to see, like, a distillery. If a distillery makes, like, a non-alcoholic malt beverage. Because they've got... I mean, a wort is, a wort is basically a beer. It's basically the beginning of a beer. It is. And the only thing that's different is the cooking method to gain the alcohol. Right. Whereas when you distill, you vaporize it, and you get your flavors that way. In a beer, you boil it, and you hold it. You kind of create that space there, and then you get the yeast secondary ferment it. Right. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Like, what would happen with that leftover wart? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't even know if they would, like, if you build the wart and don't put in the yeast... And then you're, then you're distilling it. Well, you would have you would have all the sugars from the grain. But if you don't have yeast, you don't, you don't have alcohol. Put, yeah, if you don't put the yeast in, you still got all those sugars. 
but you hadn't made alcohol and you hadn't made the CO2. And that that's one thing they said here is the fizz. Right. The ceremonious little fizz. Well, they didn't do the fizz. So it's all it post. could be that they're they're just doing the boil. Doing a boil with very little yeast. Or with no yeast. Well gonna be okay. I mean, I mean, Maybe they I'm didn't add yeast. There's probably yeast from the air that spontaneous. Right. And that's kind of what I'm thinking is, you know, I mean, I've, like I said, I've, I've never seen it done. I've never been around it. Mm-mm. I mean, they say the, the, the original gravity of the wart was 1.02 and the original gravity of their regular IPA is 1.05. Right. So it's, it's kind of the same. The, I mean, the initial, the yeah. original gravity is the same. I mean, it's close no, to the same. 1.05. And see, I don't know how it works because I've never brewed. I don't know what well, that actually Well, you start means. at 1.05 and you get down to 1.1. That four difference, you do the math. I forgot how to do the math, Josh. But you do the math, and that tells you how much alcohol there is. So if you only start at 1.02, and you get down to 1.1, that's a whole lot less alcohol than if you started at 1.5 and got to 1.1. Anyway. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess I just, I'm not quite familiar with how that works. This chili's good, too. I don't know if you tried it. Yeah, is that mom's chili or did you do the chili? No, that's mom's chili. We're all bumming off mom today. <laughs> Does she have a special chili recipe that she uses or? Uh, Nita had a special recipe that Joanne's adopted. Okay. And adapted. Yeah. Adopted and adapted. Yeah. It's kind of how it seems like chili recipes work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good chili weather for us and right she now. She stopped me making chili because I would always. Up the spice. <laughs> Up the spice and we would be breathing fire. <laughs> no, it's a really good beer. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly I'm pleasantly surprised by this beer. I could like honestly if you put if you put it down and didn't tell me anything about it, I would talk about how it's thin. I would talk about uh, but I would I would still think it's got all the markers of an IPA. Mm-hmm. I mean, so maybe uh, maybe with it being thinner, I may have thought it was a just a, like a higher hopped pale ale. Yeah, but it it it, it is a very very good representa- representation of a beer style in a non alcoholic form, which I thought was really cool. But the but the twenty eight on the IBUs is pretty low. Yeah, because the true, IBUs on a true IB on a true IPA. Yeah, because it's gonna be up in the seventies, probably. Well, the Lagunitas IPA is fifty-one. Okay, so it's about half. Okay, it's a little under half the IBUs. Okay, but still, like, I'm what I'm what I'm kind of getting at is that, you know, if I had to blind, if I was blinding this, yeah, I I don't know if I could figure out figure out that it's non-alcoholic. I don't know how you do that. Well, I think you know for maybe some. Master level or advanced level or Cicerones you may have to do with some viscosity or like, you know, if you can feel alcohol like in your breath, like, do well, right. you feel it that it's way? It's like or? when we have 
bourbon, we go, ooh, that's hot. Mm-hmm. But in beer, it's a lower content to begin right. with. Yeah, it's not 40%. It's usually, if you're lucky, under it's like, under 10. Yeah, it's 10. <laughs> it's a good chili. Now, for those of you who may be wondering about this chili, this is a bean chili. Mm-hmm. It, it has beans in it. There's a big debate. Oh, yeah. There's a big debate out there about that. Texas says no beans. Granny was from Oklahoma, so. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she probably picked up this chili recipe from there, from from kind of her family. Okay, so with these higher spiced um, foods, it really thins out the beer. Oh, yeah. It really thins out, like more than more than a regular beer. Mm-hmm. Because now it's just kind of tasting like a really, really light, hoppy water. Because there's just so much flavor from the chili. Mm-hmm. And there's not like a, a backbone for the... Right. For the, for the beer to stand up with. Right. But it's still... A, it's, a, it's, a, it's very interesting. And I'm not sure if the caliber would have stood up to it either. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's the .5 and it's not a stout. Yeah. But and it's not an IPA. It's just you know. So I know. So I know you've talked about the the carbonation a couple of times. The carbonation in this beer is almost gone, right? Because it's all secondary carbon. It's, they're actually pumping in CO two like you would a soda. I think so. Oh no, the, that's the only way they can do it, right? Because you don't before they bottle it. The ceremonious fizz. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't really have much more about it. Yeah, it's a it's I'm a very it, you know it it's a good choice if that's what you want to do a non alcoholic. I'm very disappointed with Guinness. Well, so okay, so what what happened? You you said well, uh, so I was no longer in the state. I was told that it was no long no longer distributed in the state. Mm-hmm. Now I did when I tried to remember the name earlier in the day without looking at my phone. I did a Google search of Guinness non alcoholic beer. The only one that I came that came up was a zero point zero Guinness draft can, like black Guinness, right? So I, I didn't even see. Yeah, when I googled Caliber. Guinness today, also, that's all I got too. And I'm going, uh oh. It could have been that they may have stopped making it. They may well. Have put more focus I saw into- one site that said out of stock. You know, you get on these sites and they're like selling beer. They're not the official like Guinness website. Yeah. And one of them said out of stock. And then another one said in stock. And I'm going, Hmm. So Arkansas out of stock. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, who knows that in stock could have been hanging around for a while too. Right. Well, I'm, I'm ready to shift over if you are. All right. Let's, let's go ahead and switch over. Give it a crack open and give it a pour. Uh, while I'm pouring this, just to remind you, the beer that I'm doing this week is the Wellbeing Brewing Intrepid Traveler Co- Coffee Cream Brew. Uh, so this is a, it's funny, you know, we both picked our styles of beer for non-alcoholics. Right. Uh, this is a coffee, this is a coffee stout kind of play. Wellbeing Brewing is from... Missouri. And a cool thing about N.A. beers. Coffee by Mississippi Mudka. 
Uh, <laughs> How about that? So an, an interesting thing about like these non-alcoholic beers is you know, for us here in Arkansas, you can buy them over Amazon. <laughs> like, yeah, both the al- both the liquors that are coming next week, I bought from Amazon. Oh, so it was really cool. And um, you know, I actually you know, I bought these straight from the straight from the brewer. Didn't even have to worry about shipping laws because it's a uh, it's considered a non-alcoholic beer. Okay, well, um, there's an advantage there. Yeah. Uh, so, and then also for my pairings, before we kind of really, really jump into this, I have a French toast, a breakfast sausage, and some freeze-dried bananas. I'm very excited about this. I've been looking forward to this French toast all day long. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I don't know what it is. I I really enjoy a good a good French toast, and thankfully, while I was at work, mom, mom was nice enough to make uh, some French toast for me. Yeah. Um. So... This beer is, it is black. It yeah, is a straight up dark, dark beer. It looks like that Guinness. Yeah. But so the head's already gone. Though. Yeah. The head's already gone. You know, it is, it is one of those things. They have to find that good balance of carbonation level because they're not getting the carbonation from the actual process. Well, when you, when you poured it, that was like a half inch ahead, like there should be. Mm-hmm. And then boom, it's gone. Yeah. It dissipated. It dissipated very quickly. So, Wellbeing Brewing was started by a gentleman named Jeff Stevens. And he actually, he started this because he quit drinking and was so disenchanted by the, by the types of beer that were out there. You know, it, it, he, uh, <laughs> he still went out to the bars. He drank the N.A. beers. And it allowed him to participate in being, you know, with friends and not kind of having to isolate. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, he was like, well, craft beer started, but then N.A. beers were still just mm. kind of like you talked about. It was O'Doul's, that caliber. Right. I think even Heineken's 0% has just come out very recently. Yeah. So he, he decided to start his own his own brewing and only do craft non-alcoholic beer, mm. which I think is really cool to do that as, as your whole focus, because like, you know, Lagunitas is an actual brewery and mm-hmm. they've, then they've right. done an, it. They've done an NA. Most of the other ones out there until really recently have been just kind of a side project or like one beer. Mm-hmm. Um, they currently have, four let me see here i think they have five beers uh six and they're all in they have seven they have seven beers right now that are all in a wow they have an amber a wheat two different ipas actually two wheats and then this coffee this coffee stout and then they just came out with a like an experimental one a limited run of an oatmeal cookie stout so like a oatmeal cream pie oh wow (laughs) think cookie so, what do you, uh, uh, I've been yabbering, what do you smell and what do you taste in it? So, again, we're in that thin range. You know, it's so dark and beautiful. And I thought, okay, it's coffee. I thought, man, I'm going to put my nose up there and I'm going to get some espresso. Not much there. Yeah. It's really light. Mm-hmm. And then when I took a taste, it's still pretty light. Okay. But it's good. What do you kind of, t- what do you taste in it? I get some caramel. 
I do get the coffee, but it's it's like I said, it's light. Mm-hmm. I eat I ate some uh, <laughs> toast that made me messing up my taster. <laughs> but I mean, so I get I get like a light roast coffee. Mm-hmm. I get some of that cream. So this does have lactose in it. Mm. They actually do use lactose with this one. So if you if you're trying to watch out for lactose <laughs> as well as gluten. <laughs> Uh, this stay, you know, be very careful with this beer. But Has I get that the, on the can somewhere? Uh, it does. It oh, does say good. right under, you know, right at the, on the front contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume contains milk. It's, it actually says lactose. Ah. So I get like, I get, I get some light hints of roasted coffee. Right. I also get some like sweeter, like caramely, caramely notes on the nose. Yeah. So it's, um, I get that creaminess, you know, it doesn't have that creaminess that a good Guinness would have. Well, and you gotta remember, some of that creaminess of a Guinness is nitro. That's true. Not just the beer itself. That's true. And this is not nitro. But it's, it's, it's flavorful. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, it's kind of light. So their process that they use, they use a German technology that actually funnels and filters the beer through a vacuum and so they like they brew a full beer and then they remove the alcohol from it oh okay so i guess it would be kind of like a reverse osmosis process mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they actually do it under a vacuum oh and because of that it allows to keep some of those volatiles yeah that would be kind of washed away if it's if air if oxygen is present I, i'm assuming yeah, I think some of the we talked about the large molecule of the of the alcohol. I would think you'd have some large molecules with that coffee and those other flavors that are in this beer. Well, and they do that for all their beers. Yeah. Okay. For all their beers, they use the same process. Mm-hmm. And you know, for uh, like obviously the the name of the brewery is Well Being, so they're they're really focused on health. This does not have. GMO corn or rice, no MSG, no ec- no extra polyethylene glycol, which is a which is a something to give you kind of weight a weight feel in the mouth. Yeah, no high fructose corn syrup, no cu- you know caramel coloring, no dyes, no carcinogens. So it's a they really do focus on being a a beer that a non alcoholic beer that's that's good for you. And mm-hmm. not just kind of cutting corners to give you flavor. And it says, enjoy your driest January and order your athletic club subscription. <laughs> athletic club. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's Athletic Brewing Company. I'm I was gonna s- I was <laughs> gonna say that's another main one. That's another big one that's out there is Athletic Brewing Company. Right. But theirs are actually, I think, all zero zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. Now well being says you're you're post-workout friend mm-hmm. okay so they also do like flavored waters um, oh, i think okay. there's i think they're cbd waters yeah they do um unsweetened cbd waters that have 10 milligrams of cbd in them um, per water and so there's there's no extra sugar or anything like that in the in their cbd waters which is another thing that pe- that a lot of places are starting to do when they're looking at a no non-alcoholic route, uh, Rogue does uh-huh. CBD, CBD beers as well, or CBD beverages. 
Um, we talked about it's calories. Their, their cans are beautiful. Yeah. The, I don't know who does their can art. Can art is. The can art is really cool. Fantastic, yeah. So you, you talked about kind of the stats of this. It's 129 calories, 7 grams of sugar, 29 carbs, 0. 0.04, according to what they listed. Oh, ABV, 404. Yeah, 0.04, 0. 0.04 ABV. And, and then what was the calories? Uh, 129. Oh, the lactose. The lactose kicks it up. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah. the Lagunitas was there. Yeah, so that that lactose is going to kick it up. Um, it like we said, it has lactose in it, but it also has 15 milligrams of caffeine because mm. they actually use they actually use coffee. Yeah, dark dark roasted coffee when they're brewing this. And you get a lot of, you also get some like of those, those baking spices too. Well, uh, I'm going to quit yammering and eat a little bit. And so it's your turn to yammer and talk about what you've been eating. The sausage goes really well with this dark beer. And I think it's, it may be the, the maple syrup got mixed in with the sausage <laughs> and the coffee. I, I can see this, Josh. This is a breakfast thing. Breakfast or, you know, dinner for breakfast. Breakfast for dinner. Well, I mean, the the coffee that's in this beer makes you think breakfast. And then, non-alcoholic, so do that tomorrow morning before you go to work. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and the French toast. I hadn't had that in a long time. But yeah, French toast is good. Yeah, this one's got enough of that. It's got enough body to it that it really does hold up to the sausage and you know with it being a breakfast sausage having a little bit sweeter and some mm-hmm. of those herbs in it it yeah, does it has go more really tec- well. it has more texture than the ip in a right it really does and i guess it's that coffee that lactose you said mm-hmm. and the beer itself yeah now when do they start <coughs> it's because they're pretty new aren't they uh 2017 oh yeah real new well, you got to remember, you know, we had the craft beer, craft beer movement. Uh-huh. And then when they didn't start doing NAs, that's when a lot of these NA breweries uh-huh. have started. Okay. Because they want to do good craft NA because mm-hmm. they should be able to. I like them. They're up in, they're up in Missouri. Um, you can, you can do a, you can order a dry January pack. Oh, really? Well, you get one of each of their beers or something? Um, I think you get two of each. You get 12 beers in a glass. All right. Now, you talked about Athletic. Mm Mm-hmm. I was looking at Athletic, and they actually have a subscription that is a pregnancy subscription. What? So, another reason that people don't drink is when they get pregnant. Oh, okay. That's right. So, you can buy for yourself or you can give a gift of a... A maternity subscription. Gotcha. So you get, for nine months, you get a six-pack a month, and then, like, the first month, you get a onesie, a couple other oh, things. Really? And so huh. they, you can, you know, you can buy a subscription for somebody. I think it's, like, maybe 180 bucks, which is kind of expensive. But if you're thinking about it, nine, twelve, nine six-packs of beer, plus some other little slag along the way, that's, that's not too bad. No, it's not. Yeah. Now, what was the price of these beers? They were the same as any other beer, right? So the Wellbeing came in a four pack, and it was eight ninety nine plus shipping. 
but like I said, you can, I, I actually bought it from them cause I needed to get it here, um, a little quicker than Amazon could get it here. Oh, really? Okay. Um, uh, but I think it ended up being like 17, 18 bucks. Okay. For a good four pack. And then that's what you're going to pay in the store. Yeah. Anyway. And the NIPA was ten ninety nine before tax. Oh, okay. So they're going to run you about the same amount. Yeah, you would think, oh, give me a discount because there's no alcohol in here, but that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because they're still they're still crafted. I mean, right. they're still crafted just like they're the craft beers, beer, right? Just like the beers are just no alcohol. Some may say it takes more skill to make a good craft NA than it would to take a. So this is the Intrepid Traveler. Mm-hmm. So here on the website it says eight ninety nine. So, you know. That's pretty standard for a four pack. Yeah. Doesn't show it's a four pack, but you said it was. It says it. Mm hmm. It says that it's a four pack on the website. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Huh? Bearings. Yeah. Have you had the banana yet? I did, and that's really sweet. I'm surprised. Mm hmm. Yeah, they're freeze dried, so they're at, they freeze dry them at peak. Mm hmm. Peak level. Well, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm disappointed that I didn't get my Guinness, but the IPNA was really a good beer. Yeah. This one is, too. That goes, <laughs> the banana goes really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a like a chocolate chocolate banana kind of play. It, uh, it is. And it's, uh, it's, quite, it's quite good. All right. Well, um, I don't really have much more about this one. I I would highly suggest for for our listeners out there, go ahead and give these a try. You know, it's you may think, well, you we can't find anything good out there that's non-alcoholic, or or why would you? You know, it's it's something out there that's in the it's in the realm of the beverage world, and I think I think in the coming years that they they may become a force to be reckoned with because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially you know. <laughs> Everyone come off coming off of COVID, you know, going to course correct from all the drinking that they did. Maybe could course correct being like, oh well, I, maybe I can try this for a month or you know a week. But give it a try because you know if if these two beers are any indicators of what else is out there, it's a it's a good time to look at NA beer. You might have to revisit Abduls. They've probably done a better job than what they used to. Maybe. Because there's competition. Well, yeah. And Heineken, I think they're doing one now. Yeah, Heineken has a has a non-alcoholic. It's actually a zero-zero. Being a European product. Oh, okay. It's actually 0% alcohol. Yeah, I'm confused about that. But Well, so if it's... If it's, if it's, it's the laws. What, it's just what, the laws. Yeah. So, so the, this one, 0.396, this... Uh, well-being IPA. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, I think we're up to best on plate, Dad. All right. Best on plate. So, what's your? Uh, let's start with your plate. What's your? What's your best on plate? As far as the tasting and the beer with the food, the little sandwich. Mm-hmm. I mean, the chili, the chili and the bean soup. They just washed over that beer. Yeah. I mean, just floated it because it just couldn't stand up to it. Right. But the little cheese sandwich stood its ground, and so did the beer. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i going to agree with you there. 
my only caveat yeah is that the bean soup mm-hmm. left a little hint of the left a little hint of that hop in there mm-hmm. a little bit of pininess it was actually really good with the bean soup but i agree with you the the cheese sandwich um held up the best right or the beer held up best to the the cheese sandwich. all right what about for the the well-being cold brew cold cream brew Sausage, the sausage. <laughs> they they just you know, they just fit right together. I, and I'm not saying that the that the French toast and like you said that banana was amazing. I I'm going with the banana. I, I figured you that would. was the dark horse, and that was I was trying so hard to figure out what I was going to do as that last my third pairing. Uh huh. And I was. Walking out the door and just going to be like, oh, well, I'm just going with two. And then I saw that bag of freeze-dried bananas, which we used on the rum episode. Yeah. And I was like, that might work. So I just brought it up and, man, that, that banana flavor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just goes so well with with the coffee and just the cre- that light little creaminess that's in the, in the, that's beer? In the beer. Uh-huh. It just worked yeah, so, I think so, so well. I think so. Well, all right. I think uh, it's time for you to, to blind. All right. Am I right. doing it? Oh, it's beer week. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. All right, Dad. We got to pour it up. Walk us through it. All right. It's not dark like your uh, coffee. It looks more like the uh, IPNA. It's um, orange in color. Pretty good little head. Um, I'm giving it a swirl just to see how that works. It's staying right with it. Okay, on the nose, getting a little citrus. That seems to be about it, though. That makes me nervous. <laughs> you may need to eat a little piece of bread. Mm-hmm. Did you say bread? Yeah, there's bread. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying you may need to eat a little bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, let's just give it a taste. That's interesting. Hmm. There's a whole lot more texture to this beer <laughs> from, from those non-alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us what you're tasting. So still on the nose. I don't get much. It's not floral. It's really, it's really, it's really cold. So you're probably not going to get a whole lot on the nose, right? So it seems like there's like raisins or cinnamon, cardamom, some baking spices. It's a lot of a lot of good stuff there. I don't know if I've ever had this beer before. You have, probably. I can guarantee you have. Did you pull it out of my... <laughs> I can guarantee you have had this beer. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't know that narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got some bitterness to it, but I don't... It could be an IPA, but it doesn't, you know... We just had an IPA that had hardly anything. This definitely has more bittering okay. than that. So... So you're going to say it's hop-driven? I would say it's hop-driven. Okay. And like you said, it's cold. So hop-driven, you're getting some light, malty breadiness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the form, a lot of in the form of baking spices. Mm-hmm. Talk about the hop that you're tasting. Like, talk about the bitter and all that. Well, it's not a real bitter. It's not real, real bitter. It's just lightly bitter. Um are you getting like, is it citrus that's making you think it's hoppy, pine, kind of the dankiness? I'm not getting pine. I'm getting some citrus. So it could be a, 
a good citrus type hop. Sort of like there's cardamom and other flavors. Okay. So are you ready to kind of make a call on the beer? Jump to it. Well, you you haven't been saying much, so that's why I'm I know. curious of if you're I'm thinking. I can't quite figure it out. So let's let's go. It's not it's not a stout. Okay, not a stout. It's not a brown. Not a brown. Not a nut brown. Not a nut brown. It's not a pale. Well, oh. no, wait a minute. Could be a pale ale. All right, could be a pale ale. Could be a pale ale. Could be an IPA. Okay. It's more like a pale ale than a heavy. IPA is not a. I'm not getting a lot of pine. Okay. Just getting some citrus. Okay. So that's. So we've got to IPAs or pale ale. Which way are we heading? We're heading to a pale pale ale. Okay. And who makes a pale ale? Ah, uh, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to go that far. All right. Well, I'm gonna say it's pale ale. All right. So Dad's got it down to a pale ale. And you'll have to come back next week to figure out if he's right. And next week, like I mentioned, we're going to be doing non-alcoholic liquors. Okay, or non-alcoholic distillates. So, Dad, what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm doing a rum, but it's Ritual Zero Proof Rum Alternative. Okay. So, we'll see what that all really means. Yeah, because so in in the non-alcoholic world, you have imitators like yeah. trying to replace and that's kind of what dad's doing he's doing a rum alternative i'm actually doing one that is they don't really try and make it like something else they just have their own i'm doing the the seed lip grove 42 it's a non-alcoholic spirit so it's got a so 42 doesn't mean 42 abv no <laughs> Maybe that's how many ABV they take out of it, but it could be. But it is it's a, it's a zero proof. I think it's a zero proof alcohol as well. So it's going to be a it's going to be interesting time as we head into if people are going to want to do a dry February, we're going to give them some options that they can do for uh, you yeah. know, to to do that or if they want to jump in and, you know, finish finish out January, try a half month, join it with us. So all right, well dad another great Another great episode, a kind of eye-opening episode for me. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. Well, great. Well, once again, we thank you guys for being here with us. If you like what we're doing, give us a like, follow, comment, stars, ratings on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, we are on the socials. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok. Oh, we're, we're on TikTok? We are. We oh. are. Oh. As of last week, we're, we are getting ourselves on TikTok. Oh. So we're we're stepping we're lightly stepping into the world out there. So this Thursday, it'll be yeah. Our TikToks are going to be released be released on Thursdays, like our Instagram posts. Okay, there. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We're acquired tastings on all of those platforms except Twitter, where we are acquired tasting. And if you want to reach out to us, feel free to shoot us an email, acquiredtastings at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys, and we really appreciate you being here with us. So once again, I'm Josh Mills. And I'm John Mills. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, and goodbye.